Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Saturday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. I know I missed you there yesterday because... We want to have today's guest uh, on the program to fulfill our five episodes this week. And by the way, I am Brian Nichols, your humble host. And uh, of course, it's another fun-filled episode that you can be in store for. Today, we're going to be going uh, more towards local politics. We're going to be talking to a candidate who's running for local township committee in Branchburg, New Jersey, Tara Murphy. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you, Brian. Absolutely. Tara, thank you for joining us here on the program. You're running local. We talk about this all the time here on the program. It's so important to talk local to the issues that matter to the people who you're living around, who you live with, who are likely your neighbors, your family, your friends. So Tara, thank you for going out and fighting the good fight. And yes, uh, running on those local issues to start things off. Let's take a, a moment, introduce yourself to the audience and why you're running for, yes, Township Committee there in Branchburg Township, New Jersey. Thanks, Brian. I am a married mother of two children. I've lived in my town for about 11 years. And uh, more and more every year, there's more building and less open space in the town. And we get a lot of flooding because of it. And this is usually brushed off by the current township administration. So I'm running for township committee this year against two Republican incumbents prioritizing open space and freedom for residents over uh, the overdevelopment, both commercial and residential, in the town, which is causing flooding. The town has been run by Republicans for at least 25 years, maybe longer, and uh, there are no term limits. So this is probably the case throughout uh, many uh, local municipalities. But I would like to bring it up as a uh, as a campaign point. Uh, last year, the mayor told me that businesses were more important than residents. In 2020, the township overturned a marijuana referendum, saying that the people did not know what they were voting for when they voted to legalize marijuana. The uh, township also regularly disregards the master plan for building and grants variances uh, very, very easily. So that is why I'm running for township this year. There you go. There's the outline. Now let's talk uh, specific issues you brought up there. Now you, you brought up at the very beginning, and I assume that's likely because it's the probably most important issue to you right now and probably to the community, but speak to that, the flooding that you're referring to, and, and what's been taking place? Is it government action, government inaction that's causing the problem? It's uh, a lot of times commercial and residential uh, developers will say, uh, oh, it won't be a problem. I'll just put in a this here and this there. But, you know, when you have a large, uh, a big storm, if you heard of Hurricane Ida last year, the water has to go somewhere. And when you put in uh, structures and there's less land, you know, it's... <laughs> It's got to go somewhere, and it goes to the nearest, uh, you know, place where where it can. And in uh, a lot of parts of town, it ends up being in people's basements. And if they don't have basements, it ends up being in the living room. And uh, 
you know, it, this causes a, a lot of problems for people, uh, even in extreme circumstances, but within the last year, road closures because of the flooding, uh, roads being damaged and, and needing repairs because of extreme flooding. Uh, and it's because the hundred years ago, this was a lot of farmland and that's not the case anymore, but th there's just no place for the water to go. And, you know, no matter what they say, it's going to be a problem. So let's talk about solutions. We talk about solutions here because at the end of the day, and it's much like the sales process, people want to not just hear the uh, the problem itself, but rather tell me how you can make it better. How can we, and I I didn't even ask your political affiliation here, um, how can we, and we talk about the greater liberty world, help solve these problems we see brought forth. Uh, so talk about that, Tara. What do you see as the solution to, in this case, the government, or the, uh, the government inaction or action to the flooding issue? There are things that the town can do to make the process uh, less for developers. They can require uh, plans that completely conform to the uh, code, along with their plans looking for a million variances, which is often the case, and see if they actually go through with it. If they can even submit a conforming plan, a lot of times they can't, and they might just you know, take their show elsewhere. Uh, what we see a lot of the time is that the township saying, there's nothing we can do. You know, our hands are tied, uh, you know. And yes, private, private owners have a lot of, uh, you know, leverage there. But there, there are things, there are ways that they can make the, the process, the application process, um, you know, more challenging and not just throw up their hands and say there's nothing they could do. Um, I know that it's that it also has a lot to do with the current regime having a lot of connections in the local business world that influence their decisions. And I don't have any of those conflicts of interest. What do you see? Um, and let's maybe talk about the business uh, environment because we, we talk about a lot to, to small business owners, business owners in general, sales professionals here in the program. So uh, you brought it up a couple of times where I think you said that there was the one person on the, the committee who said that business means more than the residents or the people. So what is it specifically you're seeing as issues from the business perspective? What What's being done or what's not being done based on their influence or inaction as well? Uh, local business applications to uh, build or expand um, with multiple variances are getting approved very, very easily. And th they shouldn't be. Variances should be e extreme hardship si situations. Uh, I know that they get... Uh, <laughs> they have a cozy relationship with businesses, with donations, etc. Uh, I, I don't have that conflict and I would prioritize people over businesses in those situations. Uh, the, the other thing is, while a lot of, there's a lot of turnover in, uh, you know, food establishments out, out here anyway, and they'll go ahead and build new ones while old ones are sitting empty. And there, there's gotta be some way to incentivize re rehabilitating the, the the derelict properties rather than building new ones 
you know, uh, restaurants ha- tend to have a high turnover rate. Um, that's, that's the nature of the business. So we're seeing new ones being built and old ones sitting empty, which is, you know, which doesn't make sense. And what do you see as the, the I guess, the reasoning behind that, right? Because to your average person hearing that, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And I mean, we obviously here in the program, we uh, support less intervention in the in the, uh, the the free market. So we I, I know there's going to be people in the audience who are saying, well, Tara, what if the reason that those buildings are sitting empty is because it's a lot less expensive for the businesses to keep those buildings empty and build new ones than it would be for them to rehabilitate or fix or whatever they need to do for those other locations. And it's because of existing government variances that are already in place that they're looking just for loopholes. Well, yeah, of course, that's it. Um, but and uh, commercial real estate uh, write off that that they get. Um, but the, the town can give incentives and uh, more, more incentives to rehabilitate the old properties. Uh, I know eminent domain is is a. Uh, something that should only only be used in extreme circumstances and we maybe have one of those situations in town where where it could be used uh i'm not in favor of using it you know lightheartedly i'm scared of eminent eminent domain if i'm gonna be real with you it's always a a slippery slope um i always I'll give you some context, right? I'm from upstate New York and and it's right near the St. Lawrence River Valley. And the St. Lawrence River Valley went through an expansion project back in the 50s where uh, there were, you know, thousands and thousands of acres of land that were, were lost. Uh, farmer's lands, I mean, just private property flooded because of the expansion of the seaway. And it was all done, I mean, it was air quotes, paid for uh, by by eminent domain uh, at the market value. But I mean, did they have a choice? No. And that's family, generations of families, you know, farms and stuff being just completely flooded away. Uh, so I, I always look at eminent domain a little bit uh, with a cautious eye and dare, dare I say, uh, I don't like it. Uh, but regardless, let's move to the next topic you brought up. And I thought this would be something that a lot of folks in the Liberty world would be like, wait, what? How can the the township overturn this marijuana referendum? Uh, and I know you said because uh, we were talking before they they didn't they didn't know enough. That's what the uh, the argument was. But uh, we saw this right now. This marijuana referendum overturned. Talk to that. And what's the process right now of trying to get things back on track? Yeah, um, apparently it's legal for a township to do it, and they claimed that oh they just did what. Uh, most of the other surrounding towns did. So just because uh, the rest of the area did it, we did it too. And somehow they felt that people didn't realize what they were voting for, but the town had had the option to do this within a certain amount of time of the referendum, and then it's good for five years. Uh, so <laughs> they went ahead and unanimously said, uh, no, we're going to overturn that, even though o- over 5,000 people in town voted for legalizing, and that's now good for five years. Uh, there was also a comment made about uh, it going going against the morals of the town, which is offensive because five people feel like they are dictating the morals of the town, which I disagree with. And if elected, I would never dream of telling people what the morals of the town are. And everybody should decide for themselves if they want to smoke it. 
<laughs> I don't think that's a, a super controversial opinion here for uh, this audience. Um, but uh, no, let's let's talk about the reasoning and, and maybe the uh, the the dare I say uh, testicular fortitude of these, as you mentioned, five members on the uh, the township committee. And it likely is due to the fact that, and we see this incumbency bias in the average voter, where they will continue to not just elect, but then re-elect these individuals, especially if they have the favorite party letter next to their name. So let's talk about term limits. You brought this up as well, and and likely across the United States, there are uh, little localities where you've seen an individual in office for probably 40, 50 years. They've been there. You know, they're all fat, happy, and sassy sitting at top of whatever their cushy position is. Um, I mean, heck, we have our don't uh, stop trusting government bureaucrats shirts here. Uh, That includes those who have uh, built their their entire careers on just living at the uh, the the public dole uh, as you know whatever the role may be. So now, are those positions important? Absolutely. However, we're seeing, especially right now across the board at a federal level, uh, just the the ridiculousness of having people who are in their you know 70s plus dictating the entire direction of the country. And at the head of that being Joe Biden, who I dare say, and I don't think it's a controversial statement to make, is either having some mental cognitive disabilities or he's on his path towards dementia. So that being said, term limits, I think, is is absolutely a fair conversation to be discussing. What would that look like at a local level there in Branchburg? It would look just like what the president and the governor of New Jersey have, two, two limits or two terms. And... There's no reason why uh, the same people have should be here for 25 years. Uh, it it's an open invitation to corruption and conflicts of interest. Could you elaborate a little bit more in terms of how you would correct that? Like, what would that look like from actually instituting, if that makes sense? Oh, I th- I think it's a, an ordinance that would need to. To be passed, and if I if elected and being the only libertarian, or if my running mate and myself floated the idea, we we would still be in the minority. But it would at least get people thinking: Gee, why why are why do we have term limits for the governor and the president of the United States, but not our township? Why why are the same people there for twenty five years? It, it discourages participation. Uh, a lot of people just assume, oh, this person's running again, this person's running again. And, you know, knowing that they could just keep running until, until they reach old age or, and past that just discourages new, new ideas and new blood from, from getting into the committee. Well, let's do this. This is my challenge because uh, this program, and as everybody hears there, every single intro, uh, what are we trying to do? We bring the world of sales and marketing to the world of the greater liberty politics. And let's talk about instead of, you know, let's just say term limits is tough to uh, to get enacted because to your point, they were willing to overturn the will of the people, all 5,000 uh, votes for the marijuana referendum. I doubt that they would, uh, you know, have a second thought at doing the same thing when it comes to uh, putting in term limits as well. So let's uh, let's talk about meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about and specifically through the way we talk about these ideas. Uh, would you give me an idea of how you find the best way would be to communicate your values, our values, and the liberty-based solutions we're bringing to the table? So th- this is a grassroots movement. There has never been a libertarian 
running in my town and probably most of the, the, the towns in my state. And I, so I'm starting from the ground up. I've been going door to door, talking with people directly. Uh, I haven't done anything with social media because I don't think that that's an authentic way of, of talking with people and finding out the issues. The big thing that I'm hearing when I speak to people face to face is the open space problem. And going into this, that's, that's how I felt. And hearing most people are concerned. I mean, nobody said, no, I want less open space and more, more buildings in town. Then I know I'm on the right track. What can you, can you elaborate a little bit, by the way, on the open space? You brought that up a couple of times. What, what is that? And what's the issue right now? Um, preserving uh, land that's vulnerable to getting developed Um, land that's in parts of town. Well, that, Literally, they're building on floodplains, uh, low-lying areas that that are already flooding. But maybe it's an empty field, and you could you could see that you know it, that it's flooding. They're going to go ahead and build housing units on it, or uh, a strip mall, and it, it, it's going to flood. So, what 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 was the other part of your question? <laughs> Sorry. No, I think that was actually. You- That was my fault. Sorry. Um, oh. I was going to say, no, I hit the mute button there. <laughs> There's a dog upstairs barking. Um, no, so one of the questions I, I had was in regards to in actually getting this in, into action, is it because people are seeing right now the issue of the flooding? Is that what's leading this conversation, this charge? Yeah, that, that is a big issue. You know, people are talking about moving. Some of them are listing their house. Uh, they've lived here for a long time, but they just can't take it anymore. Mm. And we deserve the freedom to live where we want to live and not be under siege by builders. Yep. All right. Well, how about this, Tara? I think we, we've covered the main issues that we, we brought up here today uh, that are affecting those folks there in Branchburg, New Jersey. And uh, obviously, we want folks to go ahead and not only uh, go ahead and learn more about you and continue the conversation, but learn more about the uh, the role, the position, and uh, what it will entail and how they're going to go ahead and support you. So please give us a call to action. How, Tara, can they go ahead and support your uh, candidacy for Township Committee? Come to my Twitter, which is Freedom number four, B-B-U-R-G, um, and sign my petition. I need uh, at least 100 signatures by June 7th. That's uh, more than twice as many as Republicans and Democrats need for the same position. And I am um, about three quarters of the way there. So I think I can do it, but I could always use more help. And um uh, I will announce on Twitter once I get the required signatures and a website going, and uh, then I will uh, spell out the platform better because Twitter doesn't really give you a lot of room to do that. Uh, attend the planning board meetings, attend the township committee meetings, and speak up. And Tara, I think this is the most important question. When's the election? When can people actually go to the voting booth? Uh, again, if you uh, get onto the uh, the ballot there after we get the petition, but when does that actually take place? 
Yes, vote for me on November, I think it's November 2nd, November 1st. 2022? Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It is November 8th. Yes. 2022. There you go. So it yes, is this November year. 8th, 2022. Perfect. Yes. yes. So we will make sure uh, as we get closer to there, we will uh, re-air this episode so folks can go ahead, get a quick reminder. Yes, to go ahead and uh, support Tara Murphy because I think it's going to be uh, pretty obvious you're going to be on the ballot in some way, shape or form, especially if we can get those, uh, was it 30 more signatures we need? At least, yes. There we go. That's all it is. 30 signatures. Now, I know we get tens of thousands of folks here who listen to The Brian Eagle Show. If we can get just 30 of the folks there who live in the greater Branchburg, New Jersey area to go ahead and sign your petition, Tara, I think we're in a good spot. So, with that being said, folks, thank you. You have your call to action today. I will include all the links there in the show notes, including the link to Tara's uh, Twitter. And, uh, folks, if you enjoyed the episode, well, please do me a favor. Number one, go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, make sure you go ahead and give yours truly a tag at B. Nichols Liberty. Also, by the way, I mentioned it earlier. Yes, I am rocking my don't or what? I mean, I can't even read my own shirt. Stop trusting government bureaucrats. There we go. It's uh, over at our Brian Nichols Show's uh, store. If you want to go ahead and get your own uh, version of the Stop Trusting Government Bureaucrats shirt, please head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop where you can find this shirt along with all the other goodies. Goodies like our uh, yes, good ideas don't require force snapback. So, with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on a, a very special Saturday episode of the Brian Nichols Show for Tara Murphy. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today.